The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Yeah, yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in. Take a breath. Get settled in. Uh, we've got a lot coming your way. This is an educational experience, to say the least. Uh, so buckle up, because when I first started learning about this stuff, it was pretty intense. I know you're probably coming off show, uh, probably coming off a call, coming off a meeting. Take a deep breath here and get into the learning mode. Um, this is probably something that you've never thought of, uh, or it's something that you've considered learning more about because you think it will help you. Uh, and this is your first foray into email deliverability as an issue. So uh, with that, let's get started here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sell Better Daily Sales Show. Uh, we are here to give you guidance that can help you sell better every day. Plain, simple, easy. Change your chat settings down at the bottom right-hand corner. Shout out to Kirsten Woodbury for being first. Let us know where you're tuning in from. We're all well-traveled here. We love to see the places that we've been, the people we've met. Uh, good shout out to Austin, Texas, one of the best music towns I've ever been to. Good barbecue in Texas too. Savannah, Georgia. Uh, I love the gray. That's my favorite restaurant in Savannah. Alpharetta. Uh, I love your vibe. I always spend some time in Alpharetta while I'm there. Chicago, Phoenix, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Chicago It's too cold, man. You got to chill, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about who's in the room today. Uh, so we are here to further educate you on the ongoing war on email deliverability. That's how it's been described. Uh, I am your host, James Say What Sales Buckley, and I'm joined by a man that knows that email clients are demanding, quote, a better experience. Jesse Willette of Lead Magic. Welcome back to the show, my man. Hey, man. This is great to be back. Glad we're going to be able to help people get back to the primary inbox today. Yeah, this is an educational experience, like I said. But before we get started, if you're looking to level up in 2023, we're here to help with our Sell Better Daily Show, of course, our membership, which gives you instant access to all of our training tips, takeaways, templates, and resources, and our corporate sales training. So check us out at sellbetter.xyz or grab your phone and use that QR code that's on your screen. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our partner, Mailshake. Thank you so much for being along for this episode. No, no more of a relevant organization to be a part of the email deliverability piece. So shout out to Mailshake. Uh, and then let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect from today's show. Uh, today, you're going to look at email deliverability and why it's important. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about ways you can help improve that deliverability. And then we're going to tell you how to talk to your IT team. But before we do that, you know, we strive to give you things that can change the game for you every single day. So what we're going to give you today is a free trigger guide. This is how to be relevant using actual triggers that matter to your prospects. Go ahead and download that free resource. You can only get that kind of stuff right here at the Sell Better Show. We like to tailor these conversations to the folks that are in the room. So take part in this question that we have for you here. What are you? That's what we want to know, because this is how we make this conversation relevant to you. Uh, I can already see that we've got a pretty big dead lead on SDRs. So here's my question to you, Jesse. Why is email deliverability important for SDRs on the front lines? People don't think it is. Yeah, no, it's, uh, well, I think what's happened is you're starting to see that people are realizing, okay, if my message is okay, I can still get responses if my email delivery is good. Yeah. It's actually becoming more impactful to an organization to get their domain health right and get their email delivery. The only problem is, is that a lot of sales development reps do not have the kind of skills and knowledge to fix some of these problems, or they actually don't have access to doing it. So what we're hoping today is you get enabled to talk 
have better conversations with your your stakeholders internally about this. this is, and this is just kind of the start of this journey, right? Sure. It's, a, it's a health thing. So it's like, you know, it's it's like working out, right? It's it's the same kind of thing. It's, it's, it's not something that you just fix in one day either, right? So that's kind of how it is. Well, anything you ever cared about took time. And this is no different. It takes time that you have to dedicate to learn the ins and outs of deliverability so that you know how it impacts you as a seller. Um, and I think many frontline reps don't realize the impact they're having with all the tools and things that they use on a daily basis. So let's give them the nuts and bolts. Uh, this is what comes back on a report. And I'm going to let you tell people how we got them sending us these emails so that we could test them. But go ahead and break these down for everybody in the room. Uh, and let me know in the chat. Put a one in the chat if this is the first time that you're seeing these particular terms right now. Let me know in the chat. Go ahead, Jesse. Yeah. So what we did is there's a there's a very basic hygiene check here and i built a tool for just the show basically to just see how we're doing or like you know to review some of the emails live or just just kind of do that but there's some key things you just have to have on and now when i say these that have to just be on there's really just no just like it's just a this without having these kind of checks done the, the top three mainly for the for for what we're talking about with your it team if you don't have those on, then it's there's a problem, right? You're going to have low deliverability and, and that. I mean, there's way more to this discussion, but this is just like, if it's step one, this should be step one. Creating a, a relationship with your IT team and making sure these settings are enabled. And if they're not, help having, you know, that's when you got to probably get the right stakeholders, whether it's your uh, leadership team and, and, you know, educating your organization is is massive, and and it, it was hard. I, I went through a lot of struggle doing this myself at companies. But let, let's go. You want to go through them individually? I do. I kind of just talk yeah. to me like I'm 11 years old because that's yeah. what you had to do to explain them to me in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not as important as you know what they actually are. It's that they're on. But I'll just tell you what they are. If if some people are a little more technical, I wouldn't get too far into the weeds on them. I would definitely be talking IT. Yeah. What D mark record? What that is is that basically is a way or your company to to see how your deliverability is going. It's a reporting mechanism. Uh, it both has impact to security and kind of operations at your company. Okay. So if they don't have that on, it's viewed by the email delivery service, you know, the servers, they're basically saying, yeah, this person doesn't take it serious, right? They're a little bit loose with their their settings. Yeah. So that's kind of like a little bit of a problem, right? So that's DMARC. DMARC is a reporting engine. Uh, DKIM is the most important one. This one is for lining up for your um, your company's basically has a private token, so people can't spoof your email. Basically, it's 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 these are actually more security related uh, settings, but this is so people can't fish your domain. Like this makes there's a lot of like just to oversimplify it. There's a way this is a way where there's a certain key stored and people can't spoof your email. Right? Got it. This this helps kind of prevent that. SPF is the old way of doing it, but there's so many people that's email has been around. You have to think about this. Email has been around since the, you know, and it's not going to change. It's an internet standard protocol. Like it's nobody owns it. It's just email is going to be there tomorrow. You don't have to worry about it. Right. You can email people in countries where, you know, you're not, we're at war with, right? Like any, anybody you can email. Right. So, uh, you know, what 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 the last one is, is 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 just knowing all of this and knowing that you've got to keep these security settings on. Those are those ones. And then there were two other ones. One was like blacklist checking, which was that it's 
checking those now. Th- but those are the ones that are like, you might find you're on a blacklist, but it's only because Google sometimes gets put on a blacklist, but you'll never blacklist Google. Uh, but if you're on the one that I put on there, that test, you're on one that means it's your domain, not Google. So just keep that in mind, right? Yeah. Um, and then viruses is very unlikely you'd be sending me an attachment virus, but it, I just put it in there. I, it's very unlikely. I mean, there'd be a much different problem, but so these are just the basic checks, but there's other tools out there that do this, but I wanted to build one specifically for your show. Yes. Yeah, thank really- you, man. And I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll make sure everybody gets an opportunity to test their own email here. So be on the lookout for that. I want to share some of these results and then we're going to get into this first test that we received. So it uh, looks like mostly SDRs and AEs. So very concerned. Shout out to you for being very concerned about your email deliverability. Managers, leaders in the room, thank you very much for coming. Uh, it's important you guys trickle this information down to your team. So we appreciate you guys coming out and being a part of the show. Okay, so this first one that we got, the DMARC failed. That was the only piece that failed. The rest of them passed. What does this mean for the seller? What can we change yep. about it? And then I have one final question about this one after we get done describing what to do. Yeah. So if anybody's used tools like this before that kind of does a check, it's a very quick check. And on this one, so it's DMARC. If I had to kind of rank them, uh, if you force me, I mean, literally this takes five minutes to fix. Like if you're like, go check out the Reddit forum on IT administrators. Like this is all they're talking about all day long. Right. Okay. And you'll see what I mean if you go in there. But if you really want to learn something, that's like a good place to learn too. But DMARC is the least of the worries. Um, it's basically a reporting. It's, it just shows your company doesn't really take it serious because what it does is it's, it's the only way to get the report to see how your deliverability starts working. So what happens is Google's now ranking, we're finding. So we've got a really strong understanding of the algorithm, right? We've, we feel like we've broken through, like, you know, we're up in the 80%, you know, like where you'd say like from, from people opening the email, even though that's not how we're measuring it, but uh you know what i would say on that one is it's just the reporting so google just looks at your health like you don't care like and and by the way when you buy start a company and set up a domain the last thing you're thinking about you're excited to get your company rolling you're not looking to set up your email delivery that's the problem with a lot of companies and i found series cd companies with massive funding rounds that have just not fixed this stuff now don't take it for granted definitely do it send an email um, I know they're coming in live. I'm looking at our command center here and we're seeing people coming in live to check. And I'm seeing even some people that could really benefit from this. Henry's got some good questions here and I want to be topical. We're talking about DMARC failing and the ability to get that information. He wants some bit more basic, even even further back. And again, yeah. we're talking to mostly salespeople here, sales leadership. These people don't have IT backgrounds. They have sales and marketing backgrounds, right? So, you know, what's a good benchmark to set for quote deliverability specifically on the sales side here's the so you got to be very careful with open rates now they're 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 gonna they're gonna keep fluctuating they're gonna keep fluctuating back and forth what you really want to look at right now is reply rates okay and we're since we know our deliverability is so high we don't have i don't have one campaign performing under five percent and uh, reply rate and when i measure reply rate here's how i measure it you got to be very careful. There's a lot of different ways. People screw this metric up a lot. It's the number of contacts that you put into a campaign versus the number that reply to you. Everything okay. counts, even out of office, everything counts. Gated, any of these other things, every single thing you get back 
we're over 5% on that, right? Now, I, when I go into a team and I find they're at like a 1% or 2% under, big problem, right? It means you've probably torched the domain. You're probably going to have to do some certain repairs. You probably want to get off of a secondary domain and do it. So I'm reply rate. For those of you like me that look to your colleagues and your peers and you're you know playing the comparison game, when you start seeing content out there that's boasting 27 and 30% reply rates, you have to question how much of that is automated but replies. Yeah, yeah th those types of things are important, right? Because we play the comparison game a lot and we think keeping up with the Joneses, let's learn from our industry. And that's a tough one. Yes, this includes out of office. Great question, Alistair. Everything. Uh, Henry does have another question here, and I want to get to it. And for those of you that are curious, asking questions in your Q&A, we will leave time at the end. Uh, what tool do you recommend to test each of these? And that email address is a great place to start, Henry. Yeah. So if you send an email there, you're going to get it free. It's going to come back to you. Uh, there'll be a, a kind of an, an email that comes back to you with the, the score. If you don't get it, um, uh, just, just message me on uh, LinkedIn or, or something like that. But I'm looking at it right now. I'm seeing all the companies coming in and you know, there's a couple of areas some some could probably, you know, this might be eye-opening too, right? Forwarding this to your IT team will be crazy because you'll be able to see, you know, they'll, they'll be able to actually see it and you can just forward it right over. And then you just have a discussion with your IT team. And your IT team's going to thank you. You'll probably be the the most. So that was going to be my next question. How would you word this in an email to your yeah. IT department? What would you say about yeah. BMAR? <laughs> Well, go through you know you go through your channels. Just say, hey, listen, I was on a show. They had a you know training or you know like I was trying to get more, learn how to do better at my job and everything. And I would just say, listen, I, I there was a tester, an email delivery tester, and we went through the process. I just sent them an email, and looks like they said we're failing here. Is this possible? And what the IT team is going to come back and say is, yes, uh, thank you for checking this, and thank you for fixing this. Nice. It should be that simple if it's political and there's a lot of messy kind of, you know, because you're going across to the IT group. I mean, go through your manager if you're if you're kind of a new SDR, but just yeah. tell what you saw and just, you know, I mean, it's all of these are basic checks. It sh you should not fail any of these. A and if you're failing one of them, every email provider says you're failing one of them. So like you're you're definitely... This is going to impact your 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 reply rates. So we've covered the D mark. Uh, I don't want to move too quickly here. I want to take a few moments and I want to talk about recent changes in the industry that might impact frontline sellers. Uh, for example, Google, Gmail, and Outlook users both are demanding a better email experience. Why is this happening in the market, and what's it doing to shake things up for people that are on the front lines sending lots of emails using that channel as a dominant touch point? every day what should they change immediately things to look at yeah so here's what here's really what's happening google the you know if you think about the two providers really there's google and microsoft sure right and their users are demanding a better experience with less noise right as you as you can imagine so what they want is they want an experience that so what's 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 hard about cold email and you have to be very careful here it's the only email that has kind of a negative pattern that's still kind of okay, right? Like, you know, there's obviously like spam, it, like complete spam and phishing, like B2C type spam. The email is still accepted as a dominant yeah. channel to receive automated messages, right? Right, right. And where it gets tricky though, this is where it gets really tricky, 
think about the profile. So if, if, I, if I'm a predictive model AI, right, looking at all of these behavior, and I'm trying to predict the emails that people don't want, right? The people that they report as spam, or we, we're all at sales here. We know, look, your rejection rate's out there, right? right? I mean, you know, you send out an X number of something, you get X number back. The only ones in your company that have a pattern like this, where it's very low response, like even five, I mean, 5% is low, right? There's no other, your finance team is sending emails to their vendors at 30, they're getting a 30 or 40% response rate or probably higher, probably a hundred percent. Right. So yeah. you just got to think about the pattern here, right? The behavior that it's looking for is low response bounces because you haven't validated uh, report as spam is the kill button right now. If you get even like, so this is where it gets really hard is you're, you could have a noisy neighbor problem. Oh, so talk to me about that. What's a noisy yeah. neighbor. Well, you know, everybody wants to kind of have that growth mindset. And I, and I totally do with, especially with sales development teams, but do we want a brand new sales development person put under a hardline metric meeting metric, they're going to do more volume. And what's going to happen is you're going to increase the complaint rate and that could take down the whole primary. So I've, I've been helping companies. There's a couple of companies I've helped. It's the CEO who calls me and says, Jesse, I need you on a phone call for this. And they're just like, aggressively, like we just torched everything. And they follow me and they'll be like, I can't even get emails to investors. So, you know, but it's because of that report as spam button. That report as spam button is lethal for you. As a, if yeah. you're stakeholder emails, you have to do whatever you can, because your number's already way too high. I can already tell you. It, it, it's looking for like one out of a thousand. You're probably one out of a hundred. So, <laughs> so this is for the real because, So because we know that you could have a noisy neighbor, is that what this- That's your Kim? teammates, <laughs> unfortunately. Is that, what the, is that what this DKIM represents on this, this no, other example? Wait, before you answer, I yeah. want to know, after we talk about DMARC and what you can do right now, I got to ask everybody this question. Do you believe that your email would pass or fail if you tested it? Uh, okay. Is that what DCAM is? Like you have a noisy neighbor and your domain is tarnished and you should re- No, th th these are just, these are like the pre-checks before. This is like, I have the tires on my car and I have the, I have an engine in my car and it's working. Uh-huh. That's all it is. It's literally, it's like not even, there's no, it's just sign. Like, it's like, if you jump out of a window, you're going to have, you know, negative 9.8 meters per second, whenever the gravity is going to hit you, right? That's just there. So that has to be done. The, 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 the next part of it is the, is the health part of it. This would be like eating too many, you know, uh, you know, desserts or whatever, you know, that's what the report as spams come across as okay. DKIM is more just having the engine in your car. If you don't have DKIM working, you don't have an engine in your car now. You're now, your engine is like, got a check engine light on, the thing shuts down half the time when you're, you know, driving around. So that's why these, the checks that we're doing here are like the basic conversation with your IT team. Interesting. Uh, and that conversation is like one that you might consider sending in, in what, a video, an email. I mean, wh where does a conversation between sales and IT happen? Mm, that's where it's going to be a forum. It probably is one you want to go through your your leadership team and your ops team, right? You want to just say, hey, I was listening to this and we failed. We don't have one of the basic checks on. The three there, right? The SPF, DKIM, and DMART, right? And hopefully you're not on a spam list and there's probably no way you're sending a virus with your emails. But 
if you're on one of those, if you don't have one of those three, it's typically going to be SPF, DKIM, and DMARC. If you don't have one of those three on, it's it takes the IT person five minutes to fix this problem. Mm. And this is where, so if they don't fix it, it's like, you know, what, what you know, so, but it impacts performance. And then once that's fixed, then you got to start thinking about the health side of the domain. Like, this is just like, step one, fix this. There's teams operating. In fact, you could, I can look right now and I see teams that are failing the DKIM check, right? And if you're failing the, the DKIM check, you just saved your company a ton of problems later. Your, your cold emails are not going to work at that. Like, it's going to go right to spam every time. Yeah. Or so, <laughs> so it looks like over half of the people that voted for that they're not sure if they would pass or fail. So uh, I recommend that you guys go ahead and, and use that email address there. To be, It's in the chat up top there to go ahead and use it. Jesse threw it in the chat for you. Um, what, what can I do as an individual sales rep to help improve deliverability when I get these failed results? Yeah, so the, the failed results talk to IT, obviously. You, yeah, the failed results are like you have a, you have a nail in your tire. Like you got to just go get it fixed and just take care of it. It's just a problem. It's like, you know, paying your tax, just go pay your tax bill. Like you, you're not going to argue it, right? Like whatever it is, like, I don't know. It's just a basic thing. That's like step one. Then you got to start thinking about all the other things that happen, right? Around, hi, let's, let's get this content right on here. Let's not, let's reduce the number of report as spam. Uh, you know, the, the email warmup stuff, I probably would be careful right now on starting that conversation. I wouldn't go there yet. Um, even though some people will disagree with me on that. I know that, but I would be very careful there. Uh, there's an, uh, that's going to be a tricky sell internally for you mm. on email warmup because of what it's doing. Yeah. Um, so we can definitely cover that base. Uh, if you have questions about email warmup and what that even means, throw them in the Q&A. We'll definitely answer as many of the upvoted questions that you guys have in there. Uh, but I want to talk about this this other piece because one of the examples that you gave was this, well, you have an SPF alignment problem. What does it mean when the SPF comes back failed and you have an alignment problem? How does that mean your IT team missed a step on setting up the domain name? Ah. It means they didn't follow the steps that Google and Microsoft told them to take to make sure that your emails go into the inbox. Got it. It's literally when you set it up, the first time you set up these settings, it says, here are the steps you need to take. And if they miss one of those three steps, there's three steps, right? <laughs> so if they don't do one of them, that's what this is. And they missed a step and literally it was only three steps and they missed one of them, right? <laughs> so that's what it, that's like the point is that Okay, they're going to feel a little embarrassed probably when you tell them. Uh, and to be honest, with you, I was working for a company that had a billion dollars of funding, Series D, and they had two of these wrong. Interesting. So, so even if those elite teams could don't have necessarily. these issues and no one would ever know. Right. I've actually been scanning almost every uh, SaaS company out there. So I know who has a lot of these problems. I know which companies are actually really, really struggling here. I have a, a kind of a um, list of the companies and I've been, I shared which company or which unicorns have the SPF record broken and many of them still haven't fixed it actually since then. And what is it? You just go back to the beginning and you do a, like a reset of your settings and you can go you just after yeah. that issues. Yeah. So Google and Microsoft both have um, documentation on this and it's when you're setting up the email, when you, when you set up the emails uh, address on the, you know, the, the delivery. 
it actually tells you what these three settings and what happens on one of them. So Google's, the, the UI is not very good for the IT person. So there, there's a little bit, there, there's an extra button they have to click and sometimes they forget to click it. I know that sounds like, well, what the hell? Why? Let's just fix it now. You're going to feel that pain. Like I'm telling you, it is that easy. Like I'm not even over, like, I, I mean, I can show you. It just feels, it just feels wrong because you say it, it does. It's <laughs> simple. That's why we're having that show. <laughs> that's definitely it. Yeah. You know, you want to cut, you want a big technical answer, but no, just check the right box. Right. There's, there's an, I mean, it's so simple, right? Like, I mean, I have close to 5,000 domain names now and managing these things is, is painful, but I can tell you right now, uh, I can tell you right now that, you know, it's, it's not hard. This is when you find one of these off, it's just a simple, Hey, John, looks like we have something we need to take care of here. You could definitely be a little bit assumptive in this thing. This thing won't, it's, it's accurate. Right. I can tell you that because it's just checking to see there's just no other way to do it. Right. I'm, I'm actually pulling it from Amazon's telling me that's where I get the data. Right. Like when you email me, that comes into Amazon and Amazon is flagging you. I see. That's, that's what the failures are. So the, when Amazon flags you, I put it into this air table. That's pretty much what this thing is. Gotcha. Um, Daniel has a good question. It's worth talking about here. And this is, Again, you know, sit, check the email, go ahead. How do you, what happens if you do this and you find out you've been added to a spam list or you've been blacklisted, God, gosh forbid, like, what do you do? What's the action? Can your IT team even fix that? And then I want to talk about the different ways that the domain gets tarnished because I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the IT team definitely can fix it. It'll take, it depends on how much, you know, first of all, they'll probably go out there and look and see. It depends on how, I mean... There are so many, there's so, I mean, if, you, if they went on Google, they would find this in two, like it would take them literally two seconds to find yes. it. This is so, I, I don't even like, it's just so easy. Um, and it's funny because I'm seeing the companies that I'm seeing that are actually not passing them. I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, wow, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good problem there. This person's going to be the hero of the company. Well, hopefully, right. It'll help, help you determine. You just save the company a lot of money because a lot of your emails are in spam right now. If you're if you don't have these, things. yeah, spam jail sucks. I imagine like this checkbox getting checked, and then like that person that found out is like hoisted up onto shoulders and carried around the water cooler. You think so? <laughs> I was fired for it, but <laughs> oh, wow. No, I mean not really, but I mean like you know it was like one of those things that was just like you know you want the stuff to be right so you can land in the inbox, but it's just um, you know it's it's. It's just table stakes. I mean, you really just have to have these settings on and, and the IT team usually like every, the IT team always thanks me whenever I, uh, you know, whenever I show them this stuff, they're just like, yeah, wow, that's pretty good. So I feel like if you're going to your IT team and you're saying I'm on a spam list, that's the message to send. It's a quick email or it's a quick Slack message to your IT rep, the person that fixes your problems. And you say, hey, I did this quick test and I'm on a spam list. How do I fix this? And they'll probably be able to give you some suggestions for ways to solve for that problem. So if you get that, when you do this test, that's a good first step is to reach out to IT and say, what can we yeah. solve this problem, right? Yep. And then after that, it's like, okay, and now how do we monitor to make sure that we're, 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 we're being good uh, emailers, right? And that's what your IT team needs to start to think about is what are some of the things we need to put into place to keep an eye on our, and, and look, this benefits everybody. Don't look at, you want, if you're sending cold emails, you want to be monitored. Mm. 
buy at IT because you want to see this information. Because like I said, the worst thing that can happen is you take on a group of new uh, reps or whatever, and you start to take this huge group of, of people on. And what's going to happen is they could just go out and start testing any messaging and the messaging are, the messages are going to get more aggressive. And remember, the one thing I told you at the beginning of this was don't get complaints. Yeah. Report as spam is the most lethal thing to your company right now. Mm. Monica, to answer your question, you could just put test and test, test in the subject line, text in the body of the email. That's totally fine. You'll get your results back. We're not measuring anything on the content, so that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, one other thing I didn't even mention to you guys was uh, free emails. Don't bother because it's uh, your email works, by the way. And this is also a little bit of a, if you're a job seeker and you're just trying to up level, uh, you should see how well personal email works. Now, I'm not advocating for you to do that internally. Um, <laughs> personal Gmail is a very hard domain to block. You can't block Gmail easily if you're an IT person. Mm -hmm. So if you want to cold email your new boss and get that job, you are in the inbox almost every time. That's a good. That's a good point. Uh, I do want. I do want to talk okay. to James Courtney's comment here because we talked about the many ways that domains end up in trouble in the first place. And his question is: Do I need to check both my emails through SalesLoft and Microsoft? Jesse, I will let you take it away on all of the different problems this solves, and this causes for for companies everywhere. Yep. So if we if we talk, think about the last time we we spoke, James, we're yeah. talking about the difference. The different systems you have right sure each one of them has its own sort of a, a alignment to where it's going to send from and everything so you want to actually check it on all of them this is actually a good tool for your marketing team too so have your marketing team put this in like a email newsletter or whatever um maybe get the results you know you'd have to kind of make sure you have access to an inbox there but yes it, the answer is yes you do have to check it from sales loft you do have to check it from outreach you do have to check it from all of the systems and check it from your corporate email so i've worked i worked in a place that had it broken on the corporate email but it was working on it uh the way that we were doing it with outreach but then it became a problem because of something else but either way each path is different so you have to take that into account when you're doing this it, it takes on a certain path and um you know that's that's kind of how that works. So, you know, you just got to keep it. You got to keep an eye on it. And your marketing team should use this too, right? Go on your website and fill out an ebook and see if, you know, see if that passed, um, you know, message me and always give you the results or whatever. Like if, if you don't have access to that inbox or whatever, just because like, it, it, obviously if it's your company, whatever, no reply email, but still drop me a, drop me a DM on that or uh, reach out to the show. Now I want to I want to quote you here, and I want to challenge something. Uh, you said this has very little to do with the bodies of the emails, and it's mostly about domain health and the way that you are being delivered and routed when you send emails, right? Uh, that if that's true, then I want you to explain this quote of yours. I'm going to talk about actionable shit here for a minute. The candidate, this is your quote: the candidate that sends the best cold emails will win the next presidential election. Now, if it doesn't have anything to do with our cold emails and the way that we're doing outreach, and it has everything to do with domain health, what can salespeople start doing in their emails that's not being done or that's being done incorrectly or that's contributing to this deliverability issue? Yeah. So um, what you want to do is, first of all, start it with this conversation. Say, hey, I checked. We passed. We failed, right? E even if you pass, like, great job. <laughs> we were checking it out. 
But this is probably a start to be a better discussion of domain reputation. And by the way, if you're not getting an email back, Airtable, if you look on Twitter, it is down right now. So you might the email might be a little bit delayed. It's kind of funny. I, Airtable never goes down, but it, it, there is a down report on it. But anyways, what you want to start to do is start to really open up that conversation, you know, buy, buy the IT person lunch, whatever you got to do to really kind of get them in your camp. Because it, they actually, most when I talk to most IT teams, they actually know how to fix all this stuff. It's kind of it's kind of scary because it's like a conversation you probably and that's really what I'm hoping people take out of this today. Uh, you know, your IT team, if you can get them, most people silo so badly in their company and they don't have conversations about what other people are doing. If you're able to go and and make friends and and get them thinking more performance, I don't know if you if your leadership team can kind of have them thinking about this because remember your IT team knows how to get in and out of the spam folder. They're very good at it. In fact, uh, you know, I think about <laughs> the sales development, like if you were going to build an ultimate team and you, you gave ag- you gave some ownership to your sales development. I mean, we, we would never put our, our, our whole like domain and email deliverability that's under our sales team, right? We don't, have anybody in an IT organization in our company that would run that system because it's so critical. So we have to have the person who's managing the domains and, and the infrastructure is measured on sales. Yeah. And I know that's like bizarre, but I'm just, that's just, we just know how much more business we close when we see 10, you know, percent response rates. Um, we can fix messages faster and, you know, we'll fix our, you know, deals faster. Yeah, you have to be able to have an engine to test to be able to collect yeah. data and make the changes. If you don't know, then how can you make a change? I want to ask you folks in the room, are you going to take some action and speak to your IT team after you run these tests, if you go find somewhere else to make this test happen? But I got to know which one of you, which which group of you is going to, how big of a group of you is actually going to take some action? Uh, yeah, it's an email address, Chris. Uh, so we'll put that back in there for you so you can jump in. Uh, I have some other questions for you, and I want to get answers to them. We have some questions from the audience here. Uh, Corinne says, how can we fix this if we don't have an IT department? So you said this is fairly simple. You can Google this information Upwork. and it'll walk there's you through a, it. You get an Upworker to do it. There's there's plenty of people on Upwork on email delivery. You know, they're, they're all kind of different levels, but let me tell you something. This is so easy. If you send my report and say, I have this problem and I run G Suite or whatever, uh-huh. That's who's going to do it. Otherwise, if it's your sales engagement platform in person, you probably your ops team can deal with this. Um, by the way, I think Airtable came back online, so um, you know you should start to see that. But anyways, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's it's definitely working on getting somebody at Upwork. This should not cost you a lot of money, right? To get to get these settings fixed, the reputation and the health and all like the the commitment and the you know that that's another story. Let's let's kind of but start the conversation today with your IG sure. team. Just say no. Yeah, at the very least, you can get the momentum going and maybe find some small things that you can change right away that will make an impact on your deliverability. Big time. Uh, so that's a good question there. Uh, tell me again about deliverability versus reply rates. How are we measuring this? What tools should people be looking at? Yeah, so whenever I see deliverability as a metric, I always kind of, it's just, I don't really, I'm always like, yeah, but I always think about it in my head. I'm like, but from a, you know, I'm a salesperson, right? Like, I, obviously, I'm pretty technical and I've done a lot with this, but I always start to think and I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Like deliverability, what does that mean? I don't even, you know, so I, I don't look at that metric at all, really for, I mean, 
that might be more for an IT person or something like that. But what I want to know is these these emails are getting replies. And if I'm not getting replies on the emails, I'm telling you, the bad emails get replies too. This is what people don't understand right now is when I see somebody who's trying to work on their messaging so much, they're almost spending too much time on their messaging. And when I tell people like, go out, let's get this domain health thing. Maybe we're going to get a different domain name. Maybe you'll do a little warm up or something like that. But what, what, what could happen is you could see like, oh my God, our messaging just wasn't getting through the whole time. The people right now who are, have bad deliverability, there's a new group of people that I want to identify, this group called Spam Inbox Zero. Now, I am terrified that there's so many organizations out there because you don't truly know if the email actually went through to the other person. You can't, there's no way to tell unless you're That's the- why you follow up. <laughs> right. And That's why you don't know people. that. So whenever anybody tells you, unless you phys have physical access to their inbox or their IT team, you don't know if it went through or not. So just start there. And if it's in their spam folder, there are some people, and you know how you get those like really nasty like responses? I have a theory in my head. I can't prove it with science, but <laughs> everything else I have. But this one is like, I have a feeling there's these spam, these very angry like spam inbox sparrow people. And these are people who are like going through their spam folder, just really angry at salespeople. This is, I've kind of concocted this story in my head, but it's, it's true. I, I think really a lot of your replies, if you're in spam, people still go into their spam folder and reply to emails. Yeah. I'm telling you, and you want to be very, because like, but yeah, let me tell you something. Those people could, you know, put you over the edge and, you know, like crush your emotions. I mean, let's just get back to the primary inbox. Inbox yeah. placement is everything right now in cold email. I do respond to the spam emails sometimes and say, hey, this landed in my spam folder. <laughs> At least to let you know. Tell them That's a courtesy move. I, I love you. I, dude, I feel like people need to know that. Need to tell them. Yeah. If, they don't, if they don't see it from somebody, then how can they then start the conversation with IT and be like, hey, I've just landed in this guy's spam folder. I wonder how many other opportunities I'm losing because I'm landing in spam. That's an important thing to note. And yes, Claire, this will be recorded. Chris Hinkst has a good conversation. Let's talk. Let's look at these results right here. Look at this. 53% of the voters are going to talk to their IT team after they do something, run a test, and find out if there's even a problem. Shout out to the 50 plus percenters that are going to take some action. Could be the difference in your Q1 results. Uh, so this one comes from Chris. Talk to me about email signatures with images, GIFs, or GIFs, don't skewer me, however you say it. Uh, does this improve, de you know, decrease the health of my domain and, and impact my deliverability right now? So, no. Okay, so let's, let's yeah, let's let's be very um, uh, specific here. So, so content is, is very important. Uh, what I want to say is, the first thing you want to think about is, what is a video or what is what is a, a GIF, right? A video is never a video. It's a GIF that you click on and it goes to a video site, okay? And what's happening is, so if you're using some of the free tools for video, I'd be very careful. The reason why is because those tools will use the domain name reputation. You start to take in the, you take a, um, you take the, the reputation of whatever you include in your email. So if your email has a GIF in it, remember what a GIF can do. A GIF can, um, you could put text in a GIF and you could probably get somebody to, remember a lot of this has to do with security, right? This is sure, sure. It's not targeting sales. Got to make it through that deep, that defensive right. line. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but what it's going to do, man, is it's going to put you in this situation where 
you know, if, if you have like a, 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 you know, Vidyard or one of those great products, but buy their enterprise version if you're going to do it because, and they'll probably love me for this, but you get a custom domain name. You do not want to use one of these products that has, you know, like don't include a Loom video on the first, on the first email, because remember to that organization, everybody we're like, it's almost like walking into a secure, like it's like walking into their company, right? Like just without even talking to the front desk. I mean, that's what email can do. I mean, this is why it's the number one attack vector for every company. Like mm. every IT person is absolutely friggin' terrified of, of emails, right? Like they know that's the one soft it's that's how every company gets hacked because there's no way to stop it right it's it, tough it's a tough balance to hackers are good at i deliberate sales and marketing uh i think i think most people end up building these engines with multiple domains multiple emails that's one of steve's question we'll use this as our last question i think the instinct for leadership and managers both uh people that are right at the power line people that are above the power line we think okay, we've tarnished this domain with too much volume or you know, bad email practices, whatever the cause was, we've tarnished this domain. I'll just go set up another one. Does this help? Does this hurt? Why, why should people do it? Not totally helps. Yeah, it totally helps. Um, and so this is, this is the thing. So if you think about all the different things that they can, they can kind of, the, the companies can kind of, the spam blockers can kind of figure it out, right? Yeah. You know, always writing quality. Let's just get rid of, okay, everyone's going to say, well, just write high quality. Okay, no, no. You're in sales. You're going to have friction. Okay. Like, let's be real here. You want friction. Yeah. You want it. If you're not, there's something else wrong. Okay. So uh, let's get past that group of people because that group seems to bog me down a little bit. But uh, the, the other side of it is, is, you know, the domain, the domain names. I would never use my primary domain. Now there's so many companies doing it. So I just like, I don't know, like that is a risk. It's risk for your product. It's risk for everything because like you could get, your whole domain blocked if you're sending cold emails because it's not a it's not a healthy cold emails do not look good on a, re a reputation score on a domain. But what you want to do if you're going to do multiple domains, first of all, this is where the second and third conversations might go with your IT team. But it, you're going to probably need somebody embedded in your ops team that knows a lot about this stuff. I mean, we you know the I know the effort we have to put into keeping our infrastructure going with email, and it is a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. It's funny. We spend probably the least amount of time on the um, actual copy and we don't have to worry about it. I mean, the copy just like, just like a process. Like I, a lot of the times writing the emails is the easiest. It takes like five minutes, but everything else takes so much extra time. I know what, I mean, just watching the, I monitor these domains all day long. Like that's, it's all they do is send emails. Jeffy, um, where can people, where can people connect with you, learn more from you, talk to you? How would you suggest they do that? Yeah, just so you know, obviously I share a lot of content on LinkedIn. Um, you can check you can check out uh, community.leadmagic.io. Just a totally free community. What we do in there is we just um, uh, just exchange a lot of like, hey, set, so how to set things up. I think some of my content's unique because I, I know all this stuff that I've been figuring out on my own. Like I haven't really learned, you know, it's, I've come up with all of it myself, right? Um, but you know, just reaching out to me on LinkedIn, if you have a problem, I'll try to help you as much as I can. I always try to help people get back into the inbox, uh, bandwidth limited, but obviously like, you know, I, there's a bunch of people that came in today to kind of see their email deliverability. Hopefully you're getting some of the emails from, um, you know, the responder there. And then, uh, you know, just let me know. I mean, totally, uh, you know, I'm out there. You can find me. 
Well, I want to thank you for coming in, sharing all your wisdom today. I hope this has been helpful for you guys because learning about this stuff is what helps us to grow professionally, learn something new, and eventually start using that knowledge to sell better. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you follow us on social, TikTok, and Instagram. Say what? We're sorry, sellbetter.xyz. That's also our new website, and you can go ahead and hit us on LinkedIn at Sell Better by JB Sales. Follow me personally at Say What Sales. Spending most of my time on Instagram and TikTok these days. We will see you guys tomorrow when we bring you another stellar guest for another great topic to help you sell better. Have a great day, everybody. Go get them. Thanks. Thanks.